everyone, and welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. Hello. Hi. Uh, we haven't done this in quite some time, yeah. so we're getting back into the swing of things. We have our good friend, Alex. Hello. Joining us today. You guys all remember I'm Alex. I'm back. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't remember or just haven't listened to us because we haven't done this in seven months, uh, my name is Nate. My name is Nick. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and I'm Jeremy. <laughs> All right, so what's going to be our first topic discussion okay, of the day? I think you want to start talking about uh, gaming because you've been playing a lot of Fallout. I have. I, I finally got into Fallout 4, Okay. which is like kind of late, I guess, in the terms. Of it's it. like I, guess a year I played old. it pretty yeah. late, too. Yeah. yeah. I just I, n- I never Ain't played any of playing late games. I yeah. know. There's nothing wrong with it, but I know that everyone was talking about it a while ago, but I never really was into Fallout before. Mm. I don't know. I played some of New Vegas. It was cool. New Vegas is great. I and love yeah, it was fun. And then, then I was just like, I'm going to give Fallout 4 a chance. Everybody's saying it was like Steam sale. And so I was just like, sweet, yeah. I'm going to do it. And uh, I really like it. Yeah. I Nate, really, yeah. For the viewers at home, Nate is like biting his tongue so hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if the podcast has viewers, but. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We've got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, was one, there was someone who was like, yeah, I like this podcast. I'm going to watch it. Not anymore. <laughs> There's a neighbor like peering in through the window. <laughs> no, I meant that we only have listeners. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, oh right. we got it. Just a well, bad joke, Nate. Now that I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, the only reason I don't like it is because is I've played, you know, three in New Vegas and then just other RPGs in general. And it's just different. It's like, yeah. if you've only played Fallout 4, then you like Fallout 4. Wow, that was that harsh. Condescending. Wow. <laughs> no. Holy shit. No, if you have never seen another movie, this guess what? This is really right good. Fallout 4 yes. is better than Fallout 3 in every way. Well, oh. yes, but New Vegas was pretty good. No, New Vegas is my favorite, but Fallout 4 is still like a very fun game. Yeah, I have played like fun. three hours of each of them and yeah. then just gave up every single time. Well, you're just a quitter. I just get bored. Like, I don't care. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I did. that's what happened to me when I played 3 the first time. Yeah. I went back and enjoyed it more, but overall it's still my least favorite it, of the ones it just, I played. Compared to the other ones, like any other RPG, like Skyrim or something like that, like Skyrim held me from the very beginning mm-hmm. and did not let go for several months and oh, several yeah. relationships. Now, that's the thing. I <laughs> I don't like Skyrim a whole lot. Did well, you play Oblivion? I, I didn't play Oblivion. Uh, yeah. awesome. Skyrim's better than Oblivion. Yeah. Oh my god! It is. It's just a better game. So I forgot this what episode it's like is you on no, you. It's, it's a better game. <laughs> Last time I, I stabbed I've, Alex, Nate, that's why we were gone I've, I've for seven months. The starting section of Skyrim, I think about ten times now. Oh yeah, and I just can't like can't keep with it. Skyrim? Yeah. Yeah. Skyrim or Oblivion? Skyrim. So like. There's, there's, it's just because it's like the same thing every time. It's like you're on a cart, you're in trouble, yeah. you broke the law, now you got to go to headless jail, and then a dragon saves you. Yeah. It's like the same thing every time. Yeah, but, but then after that, even like, because so every so often I'll be like, I want to start a new character, I want to get to through Skyrim, and I'll start, and I'm just kind of just like, I don't want to deal with this. So like the thing that helps me go through Skyrim is like I've modded the crap out of it, and like the thing yeah. that helped me the most was one that lets you do a new intro. So like you can just pick. Right off the bat, where you want to start, how you want to start, and you can skip everything and just kind of jump in. Like, what do you mean, how you want to start? Do you get like a new a new intro cutscene, or do you? Yes. Get... Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so that's like, interesting. Like, I've done it where it's like uh, you get like a list, and it's also determined by like what race you are. So, like, if you pick an orc, you can start in an orc stronghold, and you already have a claim with all of them. Or you can be a high elf and start in their high elf thing, and you're a member of the Thalmor and stuff like that. Oh, but interesting. I, I did one where it's like I picked a necromancer, and it said, "Hey, this is the hardest one," and I was like, "I don't care." And I started in like the Black Reach underground, and I was a necromancer, and I like my character already knew a bunch of necromancy spells, and I had a bunch of really strong gear, but I was also in Black Reach, and so I couldn't get out because I was constantly getting chased by the Falmer, and so it's stuff like that, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. that helps because I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. You have like a really cool idea for a character concept, and you're like, yeah, and then you do that seven hour cart ride. And you're like, oh, well, they're going to chop my head off? Oh, whoa, a dragon. No way. Well, I always feel like it's hard to role play in Skyrim. Like, I feel like it discourages any, being anything but a murder hobo. Mm. That's yeah. how I feel about Fallout, Fallout 4. I also feel that way about Fallout 4. Uh, really? I feel like you have more to care about in Fallout. Like, it lets like you what? be a character. Well, like, what you're shitty And you're son. wrong. I mean, it still railroads you, but I feel like it doesn't railroad you as much as Skyrim railroads you. What? I completely disagree. I completely disagree 100%. Explain yourself. Okay, Def- so we can rip it apart. There's a plot. No. And 
There is a plot. No. That's There's... indisputable. There is a plot. You joke, can say it's I'm not good. Joke. I'm just fucking with Alex you. Alex is controversial, but he has like facts, and Nick just says no. <laughs> so, again and there's, again you know, there's and again. There's a plot, and there's three different factions. Like, I was like, I'm a lady. My son is missing. I... I find this 1940s detective guy. I'm like, you're my friend now. And I put on my own 1940s detective hat and we go around solving 1940s mysteries of finding my son. And it's fun. And then I find the Brotherhood of Steel. And I'm like, oh, these guys seem good. And then I'm like, oh, you hate my robot friend. You're not good. And then eventually find the railroad. It was like a cool. But that's what you have to do every game. But you don't have to find the Brotherhood and you don't have to eventually. Well, you don't have to join them and you don't have to eventually leave them to join the railroad. Yes, you do. There are no other stories that don't intertwine. No, but I mean, you can play the Brotherhood all the way through, or you can play the Railroad and yeah. never join the Brotherhood. I felt oh, like no. I organically you... switched factions at a good in a good way. If you do any of the factions, you can only do about two or their three other missions before they all hit a firewall, and you have to then do yep. at least one of the main stories, and those force you to go to the other factions. Oh, do that? Do that? Yeah. Okay, then that just felt very organic, and I was actually invested. In so, like, that's th- that's cool with me. I'm fine if if I'm doing stuff for a faction, yeah. and, like, I, I get to a point where they're just, like, I, I fully commit to this fa- that faction. I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine with that if I get to a point, because that means I've committed my committed myself to this this uh, particular story way. And I can, the nice thing is I can go back, and then this is where the replay I like about Fallout 4 a little more is that like I my first run through I did Brotherhood of Steel. I just went, I joined, did, got my power armor character, just ran through, did all that, beat the game, cool. Now I'm going back through and now I'm doing all of the um stuff for the uh, Freedom Trail and the railroad. Yeah, the railroad is great. And I, I I'm liking it. I got I got Nick Valentine. He's like my main companion yeah, he's right my now. Favorite. I kept he's trying so all great. the other companions and I just He's want really to be cool. Nick every time. I, I I love him. I can't wait to do like all the Silver Shroud stuff and all the like all of his detective files. Yeah. I, I wore the yet. Silver Shroud outfit the entire day. <laughs> that is the best outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's super cool. I've I've seen a bunch of stuff about it. I definitely want to go and do that soon. Um uh, but I like the fact that I can just like I can take one character, go through all of the the stuff with like one faction that I can make a new character and then go through the other stuff through the, all the other but factions. He, here's the difference between Fallout 4 and Skyrim. In Skyrim, you don't have to be the Dragonborn in that game. You could start the game and never do the main plot mission, which triggers dragons spawning in the world. If you don't do that, no dragons ever show up and you never learn to shout and you never become the Dragonborn. You don't do the main plot, but you can then go to any of the other factions, do them to completion... And then still run around the world. Yeah, but in Fallout Four, if you go to the Brotherhood of Steel, you do like two missions, and then they go, "Well, that's it. I guess. Hey, what are you looking for? Your son? Try this city." And you always have to go to the robot, and you always have to do his mission, and you always have to do all those things. But I felt like the, the fact that there's at least a tightly controlled story with branching points was easier to get invested because Skyrim. Yeah. I felt like there's all these stories that don't overlap and you can do any one of them without doing any other, but I felt like a checklist and instead of feeling like I had to pick one, I felt like I had to do all of them. So instead of being like a a person who got railroaded into like working for the railroad, I ended up basically being this weird schizophrenic cat who had to go to every different fact. I mean, the cat part is irrelevant. I just was You're talking about Skyrim. In Skyrim, I was okay, a Khajiit. Cool. And I uh I I just felt like I was like, oh, I'm going to be a werewolf fighter, but I'm also going to be a mage, but I'm also going to be the head of the Thieves' Guild and the Assassins, and I'm going to fight in this revolution, and I'm going to become the Dragonborn. I felt like I had to do all these things, and none of them made a coherent character, but I felt like I was checking stuff off a list, like I have to do all these things. Well, that's just how you play that game. But I don't feel like there's any other way that's rewarded. I feel like you're just meant to be a greedy asshole who goes around and just wants to advance and become the head of all the factions. Maybe. I think that's subjective. Maybe. I'm I'm sure you could not do those things. My first time playing, I did that, where I was like, oh man, I can be an assassin? What's that? Werewolves? Oh, cool, magic? And then the second time, I was like, I didn't really like the magic that much, and I've never done it since. But it seems like everybody does what I'm describing the first time, where they go to every faction, play every Maybe, quest but that's line. what everybody does in RPGs in general. I don't think so. I everybody. think you can roleplay stuff and like no. pick a character and roll with it. I feel like Skyrim encourages you to be like this weird sort of completionist to the at the expense of roleplaying. Well, let me, let me segue into uh, Borderlands, because Nick, you're really into Borderlands. I love it. So in Borderlands, let's say you're doing a main mission, and you have to go do a thing, and then a guy says, hey, by the way, while you're on this map, if you go here and do this thing, I'll give you this gun. Yep. Aren't you going to do that? Yeah. Because it's you're there, and it's right there in front of you, and you also want to get that gun. Yeah. Borderlands is very much based on areas. So unlike factions, I mean, there still are factions and stuff like that that you could do. Like, you can do all of the, uh, like, hammerlock missions if you really wanted. Um, and you get a lot more of that in the downloadable content. Um, I feel like the downloadable content is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um 
but yeah, you can just do like one or two missions here or there. As soon as you open up a new region, you get like 10 to 12 new missions. You can just pick and choose which ones you want for which rewards you want. And then you can go back to the main mission or you can fuck off the main mission and just do all the side quests. But you don't have to do any of the side quests nope, if you don't want. not at all. So that's how, like, Fallout... Uh, or sorry, Skyrim, I'm running around trying to assassinate people as a thief, and someone's like, deliver these p- potatoes to my neighbor. I, I said no. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm off doing my own thing. No, I agree. I ignore most of the little, little quests in Skyrim, but for some reason, I feel like there's a compulsion that I felt, and I most of the people I know who played that game failed, to do all the, like, five or six major quest lines. Even if you're not doing every individual side quest, it feels like you have to do all the big quest lines. Uh, it's still the fact that everything just funnels into... Like, it starts yeah. where there's, like, you can go off in any direction and you can do anything, but eventually you'll get, like, two or three missions deep before they all say, I don't fucking know, maybe go try Diamond City. And that leads you to Nick Valentine. And yeah. so, no matter what you do, you're eventually going to hit the main plot. I like that, though. Yeah, I, I, I like, don't. I like that, too. It feels like no matter what I do, I'm getting like, even though it is a little bit railroaded, I, I'm okay with being a little bit railroaded if I actually like the story that I'm like being led yeah. on. And that's what I get. In Skyrim, I don't give a shit about anything. I don't know what's going on. Who are these people? Why they? Why do I give so a you're sh- just why I should give stupid. a shit about them? <laughs> well, besides so that. What you're telling us is yeah. you're dumb. Yeah. But I have a thing to say about open world games in general, and I... Uh, I think you guys are probably gonna disagree with this. I yep, think open probably. world games are a fad right now. <gasps> and Absolutely. Think, yeah, open world games are now the. Uh, if you just want to make an easy game, there's a simple template, and it's just like ripping off Shadow of Mordor, Assassin's Creed, Arkham, like that style of easy open world. Tower. Games. And I like a lot of those games. Yeah, tower games. Like because you can just plug in that format and do like some kind of combat, a bun- a little bit of variety, but basically you've got the map because it means you don't have to create a well structured gaming narrative and you can blame it on the player to that it's like oh you had a whole world to play in you didn't have fun and you make people you like make people feel dumb for the fact that they didn't have a good story because you're supposed to just make your own fun like you could have just given me blocks and told me go play see i'm the exact opposite i hate when i'm doing something and they force like they funnel you into like the main i like feel it takes me out of it because I'm like, oh, I was really enjoying this assassination thing. Like, mm-hmm. why do I only get three levels and then I have to go do the main quest? See, that's what is my issue with Fallout 4. Exactly. Because in Fallout 4, yeah. you can never tell somebody no anytime they give you a quest. It's like, my son's a junkie and these people want money from him. Will you help us? You can just say, I don't know, maybe. And then you can like walk away from the conversation. But you can't ever actually actively reject a quest. Mm-hmm. And the big difference between that and like Fallout 3, which Fallout 3 wasn't perfect but there's numerous situations where you could just go tell someone to fuck off and then you fail a quest and you can't complete it yeah they don't have that in four that's true but fallout 3 to be fair is also garbage yes (laughs) i i agree with you there like i thought it was cool like oh man liam neeson's my dad no way but like eventually that novelty kind of wore off yeah the Um, main plot is awful and they do the brotherhood of steel with no subtlety they're just like generic good guys yeah this like well because they're fighting the enclave yeah but I like them better when they're this sort of weird fascist faction that's, like, kind of some semblance of order in the wasteland, but also they have so many downsides of their own. Like, I, I like that better. Apparently that's what they're like in the first two games as well. Yes. So three is a weird anomaly I think they're, there. like, pseudo-antagonists. My, yeah. My other problem with Fallout is that I did not enjoy exploring. Really? I, I, I got really bored with, like, the world and just walking around. I hated the combat. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the you combat. Didn't like bats? No, not really. Yeah, they kind of tried to do away with vats this time. Yeah, like, you can just not use vats. Uh, yeah, I didn't use yeah. as much in the fourth. But that's just because they made the regular gunplay better. Better, yeah. but There's even a... even still, it was like, of course, I'm comparing it to Borderlands, which is like one of the best gun games on the yes. planet. So like, it's really, I'm coming from a place of like real harsh judgment. But at the same time, like, I just didn't care. Like, yeah. I felt that walking the world, like when I was on a mission, it was great. It was fantastic, and I, I was. Because you got a clear goal. Because I had a clear goal. But walking the world in Skyrim, I could just walk the world for hours and hours and hours mm-hmm. and get engrossed in the small area and lose See, myself for four hours, which is that's great. The, that's the thing. That's like, boring to me. Yeah, so, uh, I, I, yeah. I love that in Fallout, but I hated it in Skyrim. Skyrim is so... Because Skyrim, every, like every like five miles it's like a different kind of environment but fallout it's like there's a busted car Ooh, another red rocket gas station what's this another boston building that's true but it's the little interactions you run into like i ran into those weird alien not aliens robot pirates that are trying to get their ship to take off yes and then you you run into like these weird cults that are like kidnapping people and you can just come across so many cool little stories 
as you're traveling around like oh shit this guy saw aliens and like you you kind of get uh invest in these little stories i didn't think there's any of that in skyrim skyrim has like all the the worst traits of like bad fantasy writing where there's just a lot of writing but none of it's good or interesting like they spent a lot of well, time that's writing subjective as well but they just spent a lot of time writing lore for skyrim like there are like thousands of pages of novels in skyrim yeah. of like yeah. lore but none of it's good or interesting well that no- depends on what you think because like a, in skyrim they don't hammer you over the head with a lot of the exposition of the world. They don't kind of say, like, don't forget, Tiber Septum was that. They just kind of have books. And if you're the kind of person that actively seeks information about the game, mm-hmm. the game is there. Like, you can go into some dude's house, and as you're rifling through his drawers to find gold, you go, oh, he's got a book of, like, weird weapons. And then you can just kind of look at what in-game lore about the weapons are. Yeah. That's interesting to me. Because me I'm actively seeking information about the world as opposed to some robot in fallout going remember how 200 years ago all the chinese people tried to bomb us and we bombed them and now everything's fucked and it's like yes i actually love the actual lore of fallout 4 yeah the lore is cool i there's actually a channel um that i've been watching a lot recently and that's actually what got me to really go play fallout 4 um is a guy named oxhorn he basically goes through all the fallout games and he takes like a location or an item or kind of an area or a character and he explains the entire like everything that happens with this particular thing but he doesn't just do it like oh yeah this is the whatever this thing happens this thing like he the way he presents it is in a like the way he presents it like the way you would find it and how and like creates a really nice story like going with it so that way if you don't want to go and search through all of it you can mm-hmm. still experience it in this really nice organic way that's cool um he's really good i re- highly recommend it. if you ever want to learn about fallout lore check him out on youtube his uh, channel's oxhorn does he do other stuff besides fallout uh only thing i've seen him do on his channel is fallout okay but he's done like mm. all the fallout games but no fallout is just well written for the most part yeah, like i like, think it comes from like a good style of sci-fi writing like where it's it has like a sense of humor. It takes things from the real world and heightens them, yeah, and things like that. But I feel like Skyrim is like took all the worst lessons from someone who really liked the Silmarillion and just started adding detail. And well, Skyrim was also originally going to be a Game of Thrones game that at the last minute they bailed on that and then they just turned it into an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard. That's why if you play Oblivion, Oblivion feels very different. Yeah, yeah. but but Morrowind also feels different. I think they just try to keep every game world feeling different. Uh, Oblivion and Morrowind, in my opinion, are kind of more similar than they than either Definitely. one is to uh, Skyrim. Because really, I feel like because mm-hmm. more like it's the style. Like Morrowind's kind of wacky and dark, yeah. and Oblivion's kind of epic but still at times jovial. There's like like weird missions and yeah, stuff like that. I think Oblivion and Skyrim have a lot in common, and I think Morrowind is very different from when I played Morrowind. Mm, maybe. Well, okay. Like, I think we're beating a uh, dead horse Sorry. here. Let's maybe switch topics, or do we yeah, have yeah, more exactly. on this? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, well, you other, mentioned other things in gaming. You you mentioned something in gaming that I actually want to follow up on. You said Borderlands is like one of the best shooting mechanics in gaming. I I feel like it is. I want to. I'm just curious what what you think makes like a good shooting mechanic, and I want to hear what would you other. The, the guns feel really real and important. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. How's um, a gun feel important? Well, I really want to care about getting like a specific type of gun. Um, so for example, I just did a re- replay where I pretty much only did rocket launchers and SMGs. Um, but all the SMGs that I've found so far on this new playthrough um, have felt different than other SMGs. They've, they all feel, they, they feel weighty. When yeah. you fire them, uh, the recoil feels real. Yeah, I think um, the weighty is the thing that, yeah. that resonates most with me. Where it's like Definitely, and I feel like like Call of Duty games it's hit and miss with how their guns feel. Sometimes their guns feel like I've just doesn't matter what SMG I have. I can just switch out any other SMG and it'll play exactly the same. I don't care what weird name you gave to this SMG. Oh, it's got slightly more bullets and does slightly less damage. I don't, Care There's also about the thing that. when you're playing multiplayer and like one person playing with you has the best gun clearly, and when they die, you just try and grab it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You're just doing so good. Yeah. I have so many energy sword flashbacks. <laughs> um, yeah. I I feel like the aiming mechanics are really good. I feel like each type of gun holds its own as a different type. Like when you pull out a rocket launcher, it feels like a rocket launcher. Mm. 
Um, I feel like some gun games kind of pull away from that and it's just spray and pray bullets and you can switch out guns and no one even knows the difference. Um, I feel like old Call of Duty game, older Call of Duty games got this really well. Um, well, there was fewer guns back then. Fewer guns. So each one could be more unique. Like, yeah, hey, definitely. Now they're just making up guns, too. Pretty right? much, yeah. yeah. They're just making up guns now. They have, like, lasers and shit. Because I, I last one I played a lot of was Modern Warfare 2, and I think they still had to use real guns back then. Yeah, Modern Warfare 2 is probably my favorite Call of Duty, and that was one of my favorite, like, gun mm-hmm. feels. And I feel I got that a little bit in, like, old... Like double like Goldeneye 007 had that like that's a good game that was the first time where I was like wow like getting the RP90 <laughs> you, you were like this is a way different yeah. machine gun like it feels that's different you, you play on everyone yes. on the train yeah. oh yeah so good yeah. and oh, God, I'm getting so nostalgic for Goldeneye right? it does not uh, hold up but I love it oh no, 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 no. You can get like a, there's like mods where they like up the graphics and fix the controls and mm-hmm. it's yeah. like a great game yeah oh it's I fantastic. heard they did it just a complete remake for, like, they the did Wii. they yeah. did, they did. Yeah, and I bought it good. oh it's not good they it's put Daniel Craig in yeah they did put Daniel Craig in but I actually didn't hate it I haven't played it you wouldn't like it it's it's not great and it's not what I wanted, but okay. I, I I bought it and I was like, yeah, it's, it was I fine. I also am someone who just occasionally puts it pulls out my N sixty four just to play Goldeneye. So oh yeah, yeah. Drunken Goldeneye, like on an N sixty four, is like one of my favorite like drunken gaming yeah. things. Mm, I agree. I'm nostalgic for that. Oh, so game. good. I yeah, but see a mod for like Goldeneye, and it just replaces all of Pierce Brosnan's dialogue with audio from Mamma Mia. It's <laughs> <laughs> just singing the entire time really poorly. Oh get God. on it, online get on community. It, <laughs> First, check out that Fallout Guys p- channel, and then mod yeah. Goldeneye. Mod. <laughs> what about you guys though? For like guns, like with the weightiness, like what's like the like what Mario is to jumping? What, what would you say like is for guns? Um, I think a lot of a lot of what I think kind of goes on with what Nick said. You know, it's that weightiness. You know, it's how the gun feels when it reacts. Mm-hmm. Like after you pull the trigger, how the gun, you know, it jolts back. How it. F- the actual bullets fire, the actual like recoil, the spray, all of that. Like, if it feels like what I'm expected of it, like if I take out a big giant shotgun, I blast it. But if my character, you know, if the gun doesn't move in a certain way, or if it just doesn't, doesn't, I don't feel any feedback in it. Then I'm just, I just, it doesn't feel, it just feels like I'm just going around pressing a button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's, it's not, it's, it takes you out of that immersion. Of yeah. what you want. Yeah, I played the new Mass Effect recently, and that was like very much that where I like I would just keep shooting at someone, and there's like no response. Like it doesn't feel like I love the the combat in the new Mass Effect. Really, I I, yes. I, I like the that you can jump and stuff. Yes, the I, the verticality is really good. Yeah, but I um, in general I just uh, I thought the guns felt pretty solid for the most part because I there there is I gave it a little bit of leeway just because I'm like all right it's future shit mm-hmm. so a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the like yeah I don't know what things, that means. But but yeah, but like, like a buffer, like oh, in the future, guns suck now. So. Yeah, it's like, yeah, but yeah, guns are bad now. But like, but Hillary then at the no, like a lot of the like <laughs> other visceral stuff where I'm just like, oh, like I have crazy augmentation. I don't need to feel. I don't necessarily need to feel the the kickback on this as much. But still, then or, I have to still compare it with. But it's like when it hits someone too. with like Destiny oh, and Halo, who have amazing gun feel. I loved the gun feel in Halo. Yeah, Halo like charging example. up the pistol, yeah. and you. Like, I don't think it's. The, I don't oh, think it's the best. Like the, in the new drawing, I don't think it's the best. I, yeah. Not not in close, but I I do like it more than previous massive. Yeah, that's I think fair. That, that's definitely fair. And I'm saying for people out there that that's a good. Andromeda is a good game. I'm just saying I no, like the gunplay. It's an awful game. It's a terrible game. I felt like I was being wronged. <laughs> like some, I I felt like someone Which was is, doing <sighs> made that game at me. This will show Alex. Look, it felt like it was made with pure spite, specifically to me and how much I love. Which is which sucks because like there's a lot of really cool stuff in that game. Yeah, but then but it's just done in such a poor way. It does the everything we were talking about bad open world. It does open world in the worst way. Oh, it's not open world. It's just no. It's it's too open. It's it's too open. Just railroad. No, no, it's it's not not railroad at all. It's a new one. The little I've only. No, like, the new one is really open. It's so uh, and it's, it's terrible. But the middle, I like, imagine vast of planets just, of just nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was and like, there's sometimes quests, but they're so far away. It's just so. And bad. a lot of the quests are the same. Like and they most just send quests. you. Oh, now you got to drive all the way to the other side of the planet, or even worse, fly to another planet and drive to the farest end of that yeah. to get like a piece. Uh, of yeah. The okay. So you remember <sighs> Borderlands One? How terrible like the driving and getting to places was. Yeah. Make that worse. Oof. It's insane. And yeah. It, yeah. It's so bad. 
I'm I'm like still mad about Mass Effect because it, it has these little glimmers that remind me of what I liked about Mass Effect. Yeah, like little characters like the, <laughs> the new uh, the new Krogan is like the fact that he's a Krogan grandpa is kind of yeah. Cool. I love I, I see this little things like that were so good. Like I always had him yeah in my too. crew because he would just make like old man comments about shit and it was great. I loved it. But I had, I had what him kind in, of old man comments like ah oh, these damn he has, balls. Sto- he has stories and stuff like stories <laughs> like back in my day we would have already killed all these some bitches about now we would have eaten their flesh. Like, whoa. Stupid kids today doing all this peace and shit. Uh, <laughs> Back in my day, Krogan's only had seven genders. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like a real bigot, but yeah. it's weird because it's alien stuff and you don't know whether you to agree. <laughs> bigoted for like the future. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think holograms should have voting rights. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sucks because like that shit's great, but then everything else just shits. On itself yeah so no i agree it, it's so frustrating because you get these little moments it's like watching like a, a beloved family member who's like going senile yeah <laughs> and you get little <laughs> glimmers that they're still there Aww. but you just have to accept that they're not there anymore yeah. and you have to let it, go it really is like grandpa where you're like oh grandpa's got great stories and then every once in a while you're like grandpa doesn't remember who i am yeah. grandpa shit the bed <laughs> yeah grandpa <laughs> twice rambled he's like and then we were on the moon just driving for miles for no reason yeah Oh my god. Yeah, not a good game. But yeah, uh, gunplay. <laughs> what was it talking about? Talk oh about yeah, gunplay. games with good gunplay. I re- so, like Nick mentioned Halo. I think like the thing that made Halo so good is there was only one type of every gun. There was one yeah. pistol, there was one assault rifle, yeah. there was one and I think that's like the big difference. Because like if there's one pistol, that pistol's gonna feel really different than the one SMG. That is true. And yeah. So you still well, there was have... two of each. There was like an alien one and a human uh, one. And a human one, and that but was. They it. were still so. No, they were very different. different. Yeah, they yeah, were vastly yeah. different. They were vastly so, different. I think but like you're in right Halo too. When you had like two hands, then that changed just your entire combat. Yeah. Where it's like okay, you know, you can have like the the laser pistol in one hand and the needler in the other hand. And it was like, but really. But you can't grenade or melee now. Yes. Yeah. True. But like it's still you had so you had. Only maybe like ten options. Yeah. But because it was, it, what is it? It's like what's the, like the the mathematical formula to figure out probability? It's like the maximum number minus one less multiplied by it's, it's like ten times nine possibilities. Yeah, I get your yeah, yeah. They, they knew yeah. what their possibilities were and they purposely balanced it in an interesting way. Like I'm not saying Halo was like a perfectly balanced game, but I think that they like were very deliberate about what they were. Mm-hmm. Allowed. Yeah. Yeah. A, a new game right now that I really am enjoying, I guess it's not new anymore, is a uh, Titanfall Two. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have played that. I've but that's heard- no. That has my Tell favorite, me. just like wait. What is it? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, I've I've heard this is the well, thing. Nick. I've heard some good stuff about Titanfall too in terms of the gunplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually mm-hmm. like really good, but it kind of got undercut by so many other things. Well, the Titans out. are there. Oh, oh, do you mean other games? You like mean other or? games in the oh, genre yeah, yeah. that just kind of like it can't like Titanfall two came out. Then I think like the most recent Call of Duty came out, and the the most recent Battlefield came out like within yeah. like the next week. It's a it's a so. better Call of Duty or Battlefield than Battlefield. Really, it has everything Call of Duty and Battlefield do. Like it reminds me of everything I loved about Modern Warfare two at its peak. Oh, I have to buy this plus now. giant robots. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, but I Care love the game even without giant robots because what it adds is so interesting is maneuverability. You can always double jump and you can always run on walls. So Ooh. if you fu- you can go in like a hallway, and the the maps are set up so you can get around in so many different ways. You can like double jump, then get on the uh, opposing wall, then jump back, and you just like hit, yeah, like boomerang back and forth all these different walls. It's just so maneuverable. I don't even get in my robot because I love how maneuverable I am. How powerful is the robot compared to the non-robot? People? It's very powerful. It's okay. like because like I'm, it turns the tide of the game when robots start showing up like a, the first after the first like quarter or third. But of everyone match. you can everyone is has the ability to call in robots. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, it's, not, it's never like oh great the enemy team got the robot now they're destroying like our team. And I think it does it become I, I, like a Power Rangers episode where it's just like a robot shows up and another robot shows up on the other team and then they fight or is it just everybody tries to kill the robot? Well you. You end up with games where everybody's in robots, but people on foot can still kill robots if you yeah. get the drop on them and if you're smart about it. Okay, cool. Like you can land on somebody like on top of a robot, and then you can just start like like you see like the cockpit, whatever. You can take out your gun, start shooting the guy yeah. in the thing yeah. in his face, and be like, "Hey, bitch, what's up? Like, you better deal with me, otherwise I'm gonna just kill you." Yeah, like like, <laughs> like when I drop my robot, I don't even drive it half the time. I let it tank for me so I can sneak up on other robots and like. Get oh, a drop you just on like them. send the robot out. Yeah, yeah, you can. It has Ooh. AI on its own, but you can also pilot it. That's a Ooh, gross that's... waste of military resources. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna use this robot as a distraction. <laughs> it's just I'm I just 
love the maneuverability of the. The robots are fun too, and I do pilot the robots. I'm just not as good at it as I am just like jumping around, getting the drop off. Has anyone ball. played the new Star Wars? The new Battle. I was just about that to game play sucks, Dick. You do the not Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront, because one one came out right. Two is not out yet. Two not out yet. Two's not out yet. First one sucks. The first one, I really enjoyed the first hour. Yes. Yeah. And then after that, I went. The first. That's it. That game defines what a rental is. Yes. That is a great rental game. PlayStation Plus subscription just to even play it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it is a good rental. The first hour of that game is just like great. All these great nostalgia feels. Star Wars, amazing, beautiful, whatever. And then after that, you're just like, this is a terrible system. Yep. It's not terrible. It's just there's not a lot of maps. There's not a lot of weapons. There's not a lot of options. The way you upgrade things and the way it's just all. It's like you spawn. You get sniped. You wait 10 seconds, you spawn again, you get grenaded, it's, you wait 10 seconds. You get hey, grenaded. You get grenaded. <laughs> get good, Nate. <laughs> it's, it's not good. I, no, I I'm, I'm not good at that game. All no, the guns it's... feel like crap. And the, yeah. robots, oh, all the, and, same. The, and the robots suck. And the talk, robots talk suck. Talk about a the bad robots. gun feel. What robots? Bad gun feel. Bad the gun feel in that game. Oh, yeah, yeah. They suck. The plane, flying the planes suck. It's not, it's not, you're not yeah. actually flying planes. It's a fucking rail. Sorry. That you have to like occasionally you'll just be like it'll tell you mash A and you'll just be like mash yeah. A like it's not oh what was it I, I uh, my roommate just bought uh, the VR headset which the one the Rift or the for PlayStation, PlayStation. One? Okay, PlayStation so apparently you can play Battlefront in the VR yeah there's so some... you can pilot an X wing in VR and apparently which is cool it's as really shit. cool I haven't done it yet but... I have heard that's really cool with the VR but then after that you're just like well yeah. that was a fun hour. Like, yeah, it's. I think it's actually less than an hour. It's like yeah. one scripted uh, AI mission, yeah. But it's like a half hour long. But I'm gonna go home and play it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good hour. Yeah. You didn't have to pay for it, so that's true. That's I, I can't argue with that. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys play any VR stuff, or is that too? Like, um, you guys? I, I haven't played it yet. I've I'm been thinking about getting into VR soon. Like, there's a lot of stuff that interests me. Um, you just want to get VR porn, Jeremy. That's I mean that also, but yep. like, <laughs> have you seen videos of people uh, people watching VR porn? Like not the porn itself, but just a guy watching yeah, yeah, VR yeah, porn yeah. where they're just like gr- just grabbing <laughs> invisible tits and like they look weird. ridiculous. It's the weirdest thing. That's like some Game of Thrones shit where they're just like it's like a guy watching another guy have sex with like a lady, but they're like just watching another man. What? It's like, wait, wait, who's watching not, who? You're, you're, I don't know what that is to do with Game of Thrones. You're just describing. Remember that scene in Game of Thrones where he's like. You're just like, describing peeping. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's what, like, you're watching just like a guy with like a TV on his head fondle air boobs, but you're watching that guy. He's having a blast. But what are you doing? You're just watching a man just, fondle boobs. I'm, I'm, I don't like hang out and watch him. So I'm just like flip through <laughs> Sounds YouTube. Sounds like you do. And be like, that's weird. So we've, <laughs> we've now figured out what Nate's tags for porn are. It's just peeping, POV, voyeur. voyeur. <laughs> And Alex likes watching other people yeah, watch. Yeah, I'm very porn. postmodern. If there's, not least, <laughs> if there's not at least four levels of abstraction, I'm not interested. <laughs> Alex wants to watch a man read a book based on a porno. <laughs> Voiced uh, by Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, gun feels, bit of a bit of like a like a deviation. But have you yeah. guys ever played the second Infamous game? Yes. So. In that game, uh, you can unlock variations of your powers. Because in the first game, it's like, you got the ability to throw grenades. Uh, the second one's just like, you get ice or teleporting. Though. You also get other variations. So it's like, you have like the little standard bolt of lightning you can just rapid fire. But if you spend enough points, you can buy like an alternate version that shoots five in like a straight line. Uh-huh. And so you can get other ways to do that. I think that was really cool. It is really cool. It's from the people who made Ratchet and Clank, so they really know how yeah. to like balance and make interesting weapons. Speaking of another game with good gun feel. Yeah. yeah. So good. Ratchet and Clank is a great uh, game. So amazing. Oh, yeah, that's like your favorite game. Probably up there, yeah. Just Probably the top innuendo. five. Like, <laughs> that too. Commando. I get it. <laughs> up your arsenal. <laughs> I just like the... Ratchet. I like the weird, like... <laughs> I like games that have like really good gunplay. I can pretty much slide on the story but i do enjoy a good story and like humorous characters humorous characters will hold me in a game a lot longer than like a in-depth i'm following my son i don't care about your son tell me a joke (laughs) you know like grimdark you're not a max Payne guy Nah, Max Payne. That was a bad example because I think Max yeah. Payne is so grim. Is there a he becomes story funny again. in Max Payne? There's oh. so much story in Max Payne. <laughs> yeah, he just has the most pain. And yeah. he won't give it to anybody yeah. else. His wife died and that's He absorbs it, other people's like pain. He wants to kill yeah. people. He just takes it on. That's how he is he's a superhero. Immortal. 
Yeah. Didn't they make a what was the it was like Marky Marks and yeah, the Max terrible movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I love bad. that movie. Oh, really? <laughs> that movie's funny. He like takes all the drugs and he just starts screaming and this roof peels off and then just goes shotgun akimbo on people. Yeah, that's not in the game, right? No, it's in the movie. <laughs> I know, but that doesn't happen in the game. I don't, I don't give that. a shit. It's, it's like Max Marky Max. Mark's got a shotgun. I'm I'm in. <laughs> I do love that game for inventing bullet time. Is that what happened? Yeah, that was the game that invented bullet time. I thought the Matrix was it that oh, one for gaming. Game. For gaming. Oh, okay. Max Payne, yeah. Because then they made a Matrix game that's just a shitty Max Payne ripoff. Yeah, that game yeah. was not great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else are we on, games-wise? Did you ever watch the Ratchet & Clank movie? Yeah. I own it. You, you own like, it? We you went like it? to the... We went to... We, me and Nick, like, two Nick wonder- and I. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I. Fewer. You camped out with a bunch of kids. No, we went to the... And then uh, they saw the movie at a later date. <laughs> <laughs> We went to the WonderCon <laughs> panel of the Ratchet and Clank movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that was fun. How was the movie? Um, do you really, really like Ratchet and Clank? No. No, I think Then it's you fine. probably won't yeah. like the movie. I, mean, I, I like the gunplay. Like, if it's, if it's just the story of Ratchet and Clank, it's fun. It was... It's just a let's play of Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. it, it kind of is a let's play, but I, I really enjoyed the humor and how far they took the writing. Yeah. Um, was PewDiePie good? PewDiePie's in that movie? No, I'm just kidding. It's because it's a Let's Play. Oh. oh so it's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't think of any Clank other Let's was players. Voiced. Clank was <laughs> couldn't think of any other Let's Jack Jacksepticeye plays Ratchet? <laughs> no, it was it was good. Um, you have to be a Ratchet and Clank. You're not going to wander into that movie and be like, well, that was a great movie. Like, it was a fantastic animated. It's like up there with Pixar. No, none of that. But if you enjoyed like the Ratchet and Clank funny cutscenes and yeah. you just wanted like two hours of Ratchet and Clank cutscenes... Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, like, I think that's what everybody wanted the Warcraft movie to be. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't. No, it was terrible. Because, no. like, from from your description and from, like, the limited amount of trailer that I saw, it looks just like, it's just the Ratchet and Clank game, but you don't have to play it. It's yeah. just all the cool cutscenes and yep. the funny jokes and, oh, look at Clank. Look at him go. But the Warcraft movie was just, like, just men with giant shoulders. Did you guys Lamenting. see the Warcraft movie? I did. What did you think? I haven't it seen it. I've heard some terrible. I've heard, I've heard a lot of terrible things. Terrible. I heard that David Bowie watched it on his deathbed. And oh, had, no. And had to lie because his son directed it. Is that what killed him? Yeah. What? Yeah. He, I heard that David Bowie watched it on his be- deathbed, and one of the last things he said was that he told his son he liked it. So I like to think that one of the last things David Bowie did in his life was have to lie to his son and be like, <laughs> yeah, I was really invested in Medivh, the wizard. <laughs> yeah. Medivh is one of the best characters from Warcraft. No, he's just one of the ones There's I great characters in yeah. Warcraft, but that's not a good yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing, is that I I, I wanted to like it Because the cinematics lot. are so good. Yeah, so Blizzard good. is so good with the cinematics. And oh, have you seen the new uh, cinematic for May in Overwatch? Oh, all the feels. So no, good. I haven't. Oh, my God. Uh, is that the thing where she's like a little kid? And she's like drawing on a window? No. No, that's the Hearthstone one, I think you're talking That's the Hearthstone That's the Hearthstone one. I think it's the Hearthstone one. Who's, who's the who's the the lady with the parka and she's got glasses? Yeah, that's, that's May. May. Yeah, she's not a little kid. No, I saw like a video. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know what I watched. What were you watching, Nate? It what was like you? a Blizzard thing. Uh huh. Sure. It was. That's why she had a parka. Is this more of your oh, child voyeur? It would have been better if she was wearing a VR headset, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It would have. So you admit she's wearing a VR headset, reading a virtual novel of Fifty Shades. That's the most amount of That's detached. what it takes for me. <laughs> Voiced by don't, Gilbert Godfrey. Don't, 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 don't kink shame me. If your fetish involves, like, they have to be in another state, I think I can. <laughs> can, I, can I actually share a thing? I know a guy who. Uh huh, sure. He, no, really. Th- this is a real thing a guy His I know from college did. Smalix Carrasso. No, this is a real guy. Uh, he, he didn't even change his last name. <laughs> So it wasn't me. This is not what I said. Anyway, she didn't even change his Let last me get name. to this. Is a real guy I went to college with. Okay, so was talking about this. He and this is what this is what fucking uh, majoring in postmodern literature gets you. He would like videotape himself jerking off, and then videotape him jerking off to himself jerking off, and then videotape that, and then jerk off to himself jerking off to himself jerking off, and just keep doing that until it was like so many layers of both like. Postmodernism and narcissism at the same time. That's just like masturbating in a funhouse. Yes, it's like, just weird. <laughs> yeah, you're like, look, I'm looking at me in the hall of mirrors. I like how you found a shortcut for that. But just I, like, I, I just need. Well, to I'm a low tech kind <laughs> of guy. <laughs> could you imagine if that was? Just... How many layers did he would he have to go to before he could submit it to like get put in Lakma as like an art piece? <laughs> 
Yeah, it depends. If you make it black and white, then instantly. Yeah, yeah I just, has to be black I and just white. imagine like Batman drops in on Joker in the fun house. And, and but Joker it was, starts jerking off. <laughs> but like Joker wasn't ready. And he's just like, hold on. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. There's like 12 of me. No, it's just me. Okay. I, I, we, we all know Joker's into Vore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Wow. Okay. Yeah. If he can't climb inside, and that's the last Sonic time the Alex belly, oh, <laughs> then Joker's not coming. Well, speaking of Sonic, the <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching. I was looking on the internet the other day. No, uh, didn't the was that Sonic Mania came out? Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be really good. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard some really what? good things about it. Yeah. Was a Sonic. good Sonic okay, game. So it's, it's Sonic f- was always good. They just haven't made one in a while. It's, it's just a, not always good. There's like a I don't couple. know anything about this, so give so me an intro. It's a fan game that these guys were working on. It's like, we're paying homage to the original Sonic the Hedgehog. And Sonic Team found it and said, this is actually pretty good. So they just fucking hired them and gave them more money, and then they turned it into a real game. Yeah. And it's amazing. It's, oh. it's just like, I think it's Sonic 3, but they make, yeah. they add like five extra levels and they no, no, do all it's, the graphics. It's, it's a completely new game. But it's it shares a lot of levels with previous games. Yeah, it shares, I think, one level from each previous Sonic game or maybe two levels from Sonic's 1, one 2, 3, Knuckles, and CD. 3 is Knuckles. No, it's Sonic 1, 2, 3, then Sonic and Knuckles. Then, really? Yeah. They're and separate no. games. The Revenge I it was of Sonic, Dr. Eggman. And then it was Sonic and Tails and then Sonic and Knuckles. Well, it's Sonic 2, which is also Sonic and Tails, and there's Sonic 3, and then there's Sonic and Knuckles. But I think oh. 3 and Knuckles were once a larger game, and the, but they're sold separately. And the Sonic and Knuckles... I, this is like my childhood right here. Uh, the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge has an extra slot on top, and you can put the Sonic 3 cartridge on top of the Sonic and Knuckles cartridge, and, cool. and you can combine both games so you can play Knuckles in Sonic 3 and things like that. And then after that is Sonic up to the Knuckles, and then Sonic <laughs> fisting. <laughs> <and> yeah. Then... <laughs> There's more than that. And then Sonic gets all the Chaos Emeralds and I, uses the Shocker. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Sonic Team tweeted this thing out. I'm just like, we finally embraced all the memes about Sonic, and we've included them in a new game. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. oh no. What the fuck did they put in there? Because, like, Sonic has been everything now. Sonic is, like, the mascot for, like, Vore and furries and all Well, this. that's just, like, the weird internet porn people yeah all these like self-insert fan characters and you're all welcome goofy shit but then the meme the <laughs> meme that they went with is like and you can add and knuckles to anything i'm like i guess that's like the least popular sonic meme is that a meme just saying it's and just and add knuckles? and knuckles to anything like what like, like it's teenage like mutant ninja turtles and knuckles yes it's not funny i don't know why they thought that was the main sonic meme but then again it's not like they could include yeah i think there's a lot like, of things you can't include on a game like that <laughs> it's not like i it's, can't it's, imagine it's like, i just, can feel you inside me dr robotnik that knuckles. one's not gonna be in the game <laughs> but no, i just it. imagine they just they gave that assignment to some intern he was like i can't do any of this <laughs> <laughs> what did you hand me yeah, to be fair, find something if, interesting from the internet about If you're Sonic. a Sonic intern, you can handle it. Because you signed up because you love Sonic. <laughs> yeah, you true. don't just love Sonic and not be a furry. I like, imagine you <laughs> just love Sonic and not be a furry. Is that a requirement? They like, to really love to Sonic? Really, you're to in be the a interview true Sonic for Sonic fan. Team, so, they're like, what's your fursona? I'm pretty sure that's important. Like, I think to to join Sonic Team, you have to have like a self-insert fan character that you drew and has like a whole backstory and like. Oh, have you guys done you have to the, have hentai and everything? The, the blank, the Hedgehog game. Oh, we should no. do this. Yeah. Okay, so what it is is you just Google your name, and then oh, add the I Hedgehog after. So uh, that might be like a cool thing to to end this with. Yeah, but some, yeah let's... some fun for the kids at home. Fun for uh, the kids. Hey, kids. <laughs> Google your Do you name. Have Google the Hedgehog. Mine is great, actually. Do you want to pull up yours or mine and read one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, let's let's just all search real quick. But yeah, it's like it, the the concept of it is there are so many Sonic OC characters that almost every name is represented. So you can just Google your name followed by the Hedgehog, and you'll find somebody's Sonic the Hedgehog OC that they did original character. Um, I don't know how familiar Jeremy and Nick you guys are with like Sonic oh my God. and the internet. Yeah. This is I, mine. I have briefly like come Alex across the things and I'm just so, yeah. Do Alex? Confused. What's Alex? Alex the Hedgehog has devil wings, a Columbine trench coat, <laughs> <laughs> and red dreadlocks and like a and like a Raphael Ninja Turtle mask. 
And this is his origin. He says, When Alex was a boy, his family was killed by a roving gang of snake men people who <laughs> shot fire from their fangs. When he held his mom in his arms as she was dying, a single tear dropped from his face onto her cheek. She said, I love you, Alex. You must get revenge on the snake men people. And Alex said, Okay, mom, as she died on that fateful day. Alex swore to kill all of the snake men if it was the last thing he ever did. He then went to a ninja training place and learned how to fight and shot fire from his hands so he could get sweet sweet revenge on the snake men for killing his mom he also learned to grow wings on his back from the demon master ninja trainer wait and he learned all of his other moves can you say that last sentence one more time because it got confused halfway through he also learned to grow wings on his back from the demon master ninja trainer so a demon master ninja trainer taught him to grow wings it's it's written as (laughs) trannier but i think he meant trainer are you sure (laughs) (laughs) only because everything else is misspelled (laughs) okay so i have a problem with doing that because i spell my name like very differently yeah like a jerk yeah, like a jerk. Um, so I don't have one. Did you do the other spelling? So I'm looking at the other spelling right now. But All right, the here, first thing that comes mine. up. Yeah, what's, I just want to say the first thing, like before like the Sonic stuff comes up, um, the first thing that comes, comes up is the Wikipedia page for Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Oh. That's right. kind of like a hedgehog. Nick, uh, tell us about your hedgehog. Nick yeah. the Hedgehog. Nick is a cool and calm guy. Who's Wait, what lo- does he look like? Uh, he looks like if Sasuke was, an, was a hedgehog. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like anime hedgehog. Is this, yeah. this is Nick with a K? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's a cool, like calm guy right? who is loyal to his friends. He can be a bad boy sometimes. He's also a chaos master who uses mostly electric attacks. He loves to fight. In fact, he'll accept any challenge from anybody. He likes pizza, cookies, video games, fights, chaos emeralds, music, and sex. Oh, this might be you. Yeah, apparently it's me. <laughs> they know you so well. Nah, be- All right, Nate. Uh, mine is real weird, so I'll show you guys in a sec, but he's just all red, and he's kind of got like a like a very blank face. It looks like he's but, drawn with crayon. Yeah, he does look like he's drawn with crayon. <laughs> he's got awesome shoulders. We'll put this up, maybe. Uh, no. But look at his look at his ankles. <laughs> just there, quick. Just look what's going on there. I don't understand. It's, it's it, someone drew Ren and Stimpy. He's got like reverse <laughs> knees. Yeah, he's he's just got like very thin like Adventure Time noodle legs, and then just massive ankles. Yeah. Um, Nate the Hedgehog, hog. It's one word, but the second H is capitalized. Origin. Nate was born from stone when Eggman used his Chaos Emerald on it. Because he was from stone, he was very stoic and never smiled or showed emotion. He doesn't what track trock either and relies on telekinesis. He was super strong as a rock, and Eggman used him to fight Sonic and Luke. I don't know who Luke is. Who the is. fuck is Luke? <laughs> All right, now we got to Google Luke the Hedgehog, and then we're in it. We'll Google Luke the Hedgehog. By the time we follow through on this thread, we're just furries. <laughs> That's how they get you. Shit. That's how they get you. I was immediately after, my name, and I became a furry. Immediately after we finished this, the Sonic the Hedgehog team emailed, like, we have a job interview for you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> this is how you work for Sonic Team. You yeah. have to make a Sonic OC. <laughs> Uh, we're, uh, but then Sorry. he went away. No, it's I don't give a shit about Nate the Hedgehog. Uh, he went away from the evil. Wait, he, then he went away from the evil and now fights against her, the darkness, with his light magic. Uh, he has telekinesis and light magic. He now sides with neither good or evil as a true neutral uh, nutral. He travels the world to save society. From his travels, he develops super calves. Oh, oh, he has super calves. That's okay. what. It all makes ankles. sense. Uh, super calves to run fast and delts to help him glide through the air. He is the first. You know, like delts do. Yeah, you know, they help you fly. Uh, he is the first hedgehog ever to grow a cool beard. The super bads he wore are cool and made of diamond and steel. He shows as our Gucci brand greenies and I don't know what the hell I'm skipping his I'm not finishing that that's the longest one that's insane though yeah he says likes nothing dislikes nothing and then powers the very first thing is super calves okay yeah that's all you need I love how he's branded by Gucci yeah I guess (laughs) like Gucci was like we need to sponsor a hedgehog yeah support local artists I'm glad that Gucci (laughs) is doing that yeah all right let's hear let's hear Uh, uh, I'm having kind of a hard time finding mine like because 
He just doesn't want to read it. No, No, let's crowdsource this. All right. Listeners at home, if we can, can you make Jeremy a hedgehog? Because everything, I found this one, but it's like a blog, but it's not actually like it. Make Jeremy a hedgehog and we will read it on the radio to your, our literal five listeners. This is, this is one I found for uh, some guy named Jeremy the Hedgehog and then this is what I look like. That's pretty cool. That's really cool art. Yeah. You got like Guy Fieri pants. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got like flames coming out of my knuckles. Cool. Uh, And knuckles. But, like, the, <laughs> it doesn't say, like, a description of it. It just has, like, a blog entry that's about, like, this that's actual cool person. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm just like, I don't, that's not it. It ends with soon they'll all pay. Kind of. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, I read a little Jesus. bit. It's kind of like that. Um, and then everything else is just Ron Jeremy the Hedgehog. Maybe that's your Sonic That OC. might be it. It's just Ron Jeremy. Just a hedgehog with a big dick. Well, they all do. According to Urban Dictionary, the Hedgehog, nickname given to famous porn star Ron Jeremy, is <laughs> Oh, that's, that's actually his name, Ron Jeremy the Hedgehog. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's now canon to me that he exists in the world of Sonic. As... Well, that's Ron Jeremy's nickname. Yeah. So it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. the Hedgehog. That's oh why I kind of because everything else is is about <laughs> Ron Jeremy, and there's just that one post. So maybe I'm there's a YouTube video, but. Don't click it. I, I don't want to... Oh, it's well, YouTube. Like it. it shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. It's just Ron Jeremy. No, but I just I don't want to be playing it over the mic. So that's, <laughs> no, that's why. True. Yeah. So, why do you think they call him the Hedgehog? Because he's short. Let me... Let's read like, fat. You think that's it? That's it. He's short. Uh, he's a short, fat, Why are they known man. for being overweight, having copious amounts of body hair, and possesses a remarkable, lar- remarkably large penis? Uh-huh. Like a hedgehog. Like a hedgehog. Yes. Yeah. Where does Sonics go? Because he's not wearing any, like, pants. It's got to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right i think on that note we're all gonna right. end on that this. note that's what we're ending, yeah, we're ending oh on. god all thanks right. for tuning in thanks yeah. for tuning in this is uh, this is uh pop culture gotta go fast make sure to follow us if you want to listen to more of this nonsense uh you can follow me on twitter at uh yogi jerbear oh, nate do you want to plug your twitter do me last because i can't remember what mine is i have to look it nate, up uh, nick do you have anything i don't have plug? a twitter you have a blog. You have an, you have an uh, Insta Tumblr, don't you? I have several Tumblrs. Oh yeah, that's right. But I, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Think, yeah, follow me at Comrade Chilsky on Twitter. <laughs> Comrade and then Chill S K I on Twitter. All one word. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear more of our ramblings. Uh, mine is Nate Jack Sharp, and that's uh, with a C H. Mine's real clever. So. Super clever. Yeah, it's just my name. All right, that's going to end this episode. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.